Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. It is Monday, March 13th. I'm Sarah Walsh in for my good friend Jamie Erdahl alongside Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, James Palmer in for Peter Schrager. And guys, NFL free agency begins on Wednesday at Mm. 4 Eastern. That seems so far off because it feels like it's already here. The two-day negotiating window opens today at noon Eastern so teams can begin to negotiate with the agents of unrestricted free agents. We are going to have all the latest right here on GMFB. There's so many possibilities that could be realized over these next couple of days. You know, this is crazy because Jason and I were talking about this. You can be like way over the cap. You just restructure. Now you're under the cap. I'm not an account. I can't even do simple math. But um, which team or player are you going to be watching the closest over the next couple of days as this free agency begins, James? My hometown squad. Mm. Philadelphia Eagles. And one man in particular. Maybe one of the most interesting men in all of professional football. Howie Roseman. The Rose- general manager. <laughs> okay. I mean, what he has been able to do, if you look at these two trips to the Super Bowl with different quarterbacks and what they've done in terms of this past year, I don't think there was a whole lot of debate. Top to bottom, Philadelphia had the best roster in the NFL. And now you have all of these free agents that Howie Roseman's going to need to try to navigate. And what he does, if you look at these, there's some birds in the top five, three of them, one, three, and four. And he also, by the way, has to figure out the mega contract of Jalen Hurts this offseason. How does Howie Roseman juggle all of this? I think the most interesting part of it is that they have so many free agents at the same position. Mm. That makes things very interesting to how Howie Roseman will go about his phone calls, his money situation. Because you look at, it's Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. Mm -hmm. If you can't... Keep Javon Hargrave, who's at the top of that list. Can you bring back Fletcher Cox on a cheaper price? Yeah, TJ Edwards and you got Kazir White both playing <laughs> linebacker. They're both free agents. Can one of them walk and keep one of them? Yeah, it, and that's where they're at in a couple of these spots. And I think that's what makes it very interesting about how the timing of all of that happens is going to be extremely important. If, if it plays the way Howie obviously wants it to play, it could fall in his yeah. favor in that winter. But if one thing happens, out of order. Well, then I thought I could get him, and then now they're both gone, and now i got to figure out. I think that's going to be... A, a fascinating team to watch because obviously just one step away from the Super Bowl and that was because of a lot of these players, lot of players right here but the other part of it 
that we haven't talked about is they got to the Super Bowl by essentially redshirting their top three picks from a year ago. Mm. Jordan Davis played a fraction of the snaps. Cam Jurgens was their pick in the second round who wowed everybody in that building at center. If Jason Kelsey walks away, mm -hmm. he'll slide right in to that spot. If they lose their starting right guard and Kelsey comes back, Cam Jurgens goes there. And then, and I mentioned the linebacker spot, N'Kobe Dean didn't play at all. He's going to slide in. So Howie's in a really interesting space to move all these pieces around. Mm -hmm. It's just the time Timing of all of it during free agency is going to be the fun part to watch for him. It's tough because I feel like he constructed the perfect roster yeah. last year. I think it's got a gut. Yeah, and this like, how am I going to do better than that? Yep. like that. That was a rem. I'm going to bring in Sue in the middle everybody. of the season and Linval Joseph a in the middle of the year. We're going to CJ Gardner Johnson at the start of the yep. season, like right before the year starts. Uh, unreal. Defensive. Unreal job. Still good. That that kills it. I'm going to do this very easily. Who's got the cash? Follow the money. Here are the teams. Look how much money the Bears have. The Bears, who just just sold off the number one overall pick, also are the number one ranking for just straight, cool cash. And uh, you guys are going to have to indulge me in a little bit of a crude metaphor. So let's think of a cash-based business, okay? <laughs> who are you looking at? Let's say, I don't know, it's a gentleman's club. And someone walks in and they have like five duffel bags of cash. Mm -hmm. And like they just went to the ATM and they don't care the about the little fee and everything. They're walking in. And so I'm told Ryan Poles has that much cash. What do they have at those gentlemen's clubs? So I'm told they have Poles. It actually works out perfectly. <laughs> is he not the one you're going to watch? And is he not the one who's going to start spending? No, not in the gentleman's club. I'm not watching Ryan Poles. You know what? You bring up an interesting point. <laughs> But he's controlling the room. The employees are watching. I don't know how those places work. I don't even, I've never even seen the inside of one, but I've heard that they work that way. So, listen, you might think, oh, they just sold the number one, number one pick. Oh, he's done. He, no, 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 no. They, all they got was DJ Moore, and if you've been watching the Bears lately, Justin Fields will not be able to throw to DJ Moore because he'll be on his back and he'll be in, the, in that little blue tent on the sideline. That'll be his club in there. They need linemen. They need more receivers. They got to figure out their running back situation. And it's like, I'll, I'll clean it up a little. I'll make it more PG one. You ever get a gift card? Nope. <laughs> James, indulge me a wild hypothetical where you have a okay. party and someone gives you like a gift card to a restaurant. That thing burns Bennigans. a hole in your pocket. Bennigan's yeah. fine. Like, I'm spending it before they... I, even unwrap the present. He's got the greatest gift card of all time. Now, you can be prudent, and we see teams like the Colts. Sometimes the Colts are way up there on that money list, and then Chris Ballard's like, eh, check. You know, he yeah. doesn't, I don't think they are. They were the worst team in the league last year, the Bears. They need so many players. They have so much money. I think they are spending that gift card, and I think they're spending it big. I'm not saying the names are going to be sexy, to go back to the original metaphor. I think, but you're looking for, like, <laughs> linemen who are going to get in front of fields, and any warm body who can block for him while he throws to DJ Moore. That, my friends, is my statement on this matter. You want him to splash the pot. Maybe so. It's his club. Splash whatever he wants. Jason McCourty, please start talking before I talk more. I want you to talk more. No. I didn't think I would come back Monday morning and hear the Gentleman's Club reference. That is why you're a Kyle Brand. I, I, Thanks, I thoroughly enjoyed that. From that Gentleman's Club, I'm going to Las Vegas, where the hey. Raiders are a team that I am looking at forward to seeing what they do in the coming days. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler come there from New England. They're trying to implement a new culture. And the first thing they do, they go through a season and Derek Carr is now gone. He joined the New Orleans Saints. So now for the Raiders, who's going to be your quarterback? Yes, last week or two weeks ago, we spent talking about the combine and all of those quarterbacks. Free agency is opening up and Jimmy Garoppolo is out there. When he came into the league to New England, Josh McDaniels was his offensive coordinator. He was the guy coaching him. Jimmy G gets in there when Brady's down, deflate gate, all of that stuff, misses four games. Jimmy G goes 
out there and does what he does, winning games. Now he's available. Do the Raiders wait for the draft and hope that their first pick, their seventh pick, that they're able to get the quarterback they want? Or do they go out there and get a veteran like Jimmy G and say, hey, you know what? If our guy falls to us, we're able to go get him in the draft. But if not, we have a veteran who we trust who can lead our team. I think all eyes will be on McDaniels and Ziegler because they just got rid of a guy who was there for nine seasons in. We can argue that he didn't do enough winning and yeah. playoff games and all of those things. He was the face of the franchise for nine years. And now this is their opportunity to hit reset, get a guy that they truly believe in as they continue to move forward. So I'm excited to watch the Raiders. They also have 11 picks in the draft. Yeah. And you put up that list of cap space. Yeah. The Raiders are third. They have money, too. Last offseason, we saw him sign Chandler Jones. They traded for Devontae, gave him a deal. So Ziggler hasn't been afraid to spend the money. Who does he see fit to go out and come into his franchise and help continue to build them? You know what my takeaway from this segment is going to be? <laughs> I need to be better about gift cards because you said you spend them right away. Oh, that's your takeaway? Yeah, yeah, I didn't think you were going gift cards. Yeah, I was. A, I, was I, like I, I could have gone a lot of directions there because I, I'm the one that doesn't spend them. Like my mom's on me. Did you spend that gift card? Did you spend that gift card? And you lose To it. the point, and that I'm what the people want when you when you buy the gift cards because they're like, she, you just spent $100. Pay the money, never she's use not, it. She's never going to use it. She's gonna my mom got me like a coupon book to put gift cards in because I don't. <laughs> anyway, I need that's to. That's your mother, Wendy, right? Yeah, Wendy, who Wendy, um, yeah is, was, was very concerned about the Ukrainian football. I'm yes. really digressing here. Um, she She's very into the Kyle's documentary on the yeah, documentary I appreciate the Ukrainian it, football players. Again, let's go back to what I should be talking about and who I'm keeping an eye on, the Jets, because mm. I feel like they're holding up our lives here. They're holding up our week here on GMFB. Let's just let's move on. Let's get it done. Yeah, Ian's exhausted. And then Ian, no. Ian can't say that they're just waiting any longer for Aaron Rodgers. Until that move is made, I think it's the one thing that everyone expects mm. to happen. We're waiting to happen. It hasn't happened. I think at this point now it would be shocking if it didn't happen. And then I'm sitting here contemplating, like, how is it going to happen? Because we talked about, like, it's not, you know, there's things that hold it up. Um, money. There's, there's just things that, you know, we're obviously very impatient. We just want the news to come out. And there's, you know, X's and O's and, and you know, T's that have to be crossed and I's that have to be dotted, right? But, like, at some point, does Aaron just put out a tweet and say, it's over, it's done? Like, how is this coming out? Is this an insider breaking it? Is it Aaron Rodgers controlling the narrative the way Brady did? Um, I think that that it changes everything in terms of the Jets have to go all in. Like, this is your window. This is a, a Super Bowl contending situation when you bring Aaron Rodgers there. And then, obviously, it impacts the rest of the league. So, the Jets are the, the team I'm keeping an eye on, and not for any other reason other than mm -hmm. we're just waiting on this Aaron Rodgers news. Like, let's get it I going. think you put it perfectly. I think, at this point, the shock would be if he stayed yes. in Green Bay. Yes. Mm -hmm. We've come that far. We're kind of figuring out where the chips are going to fall. Let me ask you, Jay. Let's say we're all kind of assuming, I think, loosely that Garoppolo's going to go to the Raiders. If it does happen, does that fire you up? Like, how, how do you feel about that move? You have a guy, though. I would. That's Doesn't very you feel similar. like they just changed Derek Carr's face? You can say that, but I, I will say, from a system standpoint, if you're McDaniel's and you want to run the offense that you want to run, Carr maybe doesn't uh, fit that system. Okay, so maybe the same guy, but in our system, we feel like he can be a different guy. So I think that could go a long way. Okay. We'll see. Zig does have the chance now to start more operating in a manner of his players. I mean, mm. when you inherit things as a head coach and a general manager, you would take that whole roster. You do a lot of self-evaluation in that mm -hmm. first year. Now this offseason, they do get an opportunity to start going like, we'd like to move this piece here. Mm -hmm. We were stuck mm -hmm. with that. Let's go here. It is going to be an interesting team to watch in Vegas because now you get a chance to have their little their hands on it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just changing faces, apparently. Absolutely. It is time oh. now for a segment we're calling Palmer James Palmer. We're going to ask you about some things you have your golden eye on in free agency. I think we just wanted to put a tuxedo on you, dress this thing up. <laughs> 
up, you know? Let's go. Okay. All right, we're going to start with the Super Bowl. 57 champion Kansas City Chiefs. How are they planning to keep their offense stocked up in 2023? Okay, this is my understanding. They're, they like to keep the same group around Patrick Mahomes that they finished the season with. If you look at those guys, it was Kadarius Tony, it was MVS. Obviously, both those guys are under contract. And it is interesting because they do believe Kadarius Tony is their best receiver on the team. And they believe that he has not unlocked all of his potential in terms of maybe some of the things that they think they can do with him year two with a full offseason. They're very excited with him. Now, the other player in the receiver room that they like to bring back, that's the free agent Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm. They expect or hope, I could say, to re-sign Juju Smith-Schuster and, and bring him back. So it would be essentially the same group around Patrick Mahomes that he finished the season with and won the Super Bowl with. Obviously, the other pass catcher you can say is, is Travis Kelsey in that mix. Doesn't mean they're done looking. It doesn't mean also that other wide receivers, I'm told, are not blowing up Patrick Mahomes' phone. To my understanding, guys have been calling him this entire offseason saying, can I come to Kansas City? Yeah. Can I come and play with you guys? Like, that is a real thing that is happening. So I'm not saying they're adding anybody else. And Brett Veach is one of these general managers. We've talked about Howie Roseman that, that will always be weighing every single option that is out there on the table. There are receivers that are interested. But right now, the plan appears to be bringing back everybody that they were finishing the season with, okay. which isn't a terrible thing to have. But again, when everybody wants to come, maybe a discount could be there and play and could be interesting. Out of all the names you mentioned, all I heard was Travis Kelsey will be back catching passes <laughs> all from Patrick Mahomes. So they'll figure out mm -hmm. yeah, the everything right else. There. Everything else falls into as place. As long as Kelsey's there, everything's going to be okay. Uh, yesterday we saw a trade. The Dolphins were able to get Jalen Ramsey over from the LA Rams. This time of year, will we see any more trades in the coming days? I think, Jason, if you look at now through draft day, Trades could be a very real possibility, maybe more so than we've seen in some other seasons because you look at the free agent class. And it's a thin free agent class overall and at some specific positions that also line up in terms of the draft that are thin mm, right. at some of those same positions. So how else could you acquire that a talent is you go out and you make a trade. And, and that is more feasible now when you look at where the salary cap is going over the next couple of seasons. As that's going to continue to climb, you can do a trade and sign a player. Look, I was standing in Philadelphia on draft day when they go and make that trade for A.J. Brown when they couldn't get a contract done? Mm. Do you go and look at players if you're an organization around the league on a guy who's not a first-round pick that doesn't have the fifth-year option and you're having trouble figuring out a long-term contract? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you trade for one of those guys? Does a new regime come in say like in Charlotte and Jeremy Chin doesn't fit into what Ejiro Evero wants to do with that mm, defense yeah. and he's in the last year of his deal? Do you go and try to make a trade for mm. a player like that? I think that is something we have to really keep an eye on considering all the things I mentioned in the landscape of things between now and, and the draft. Mm, I'm looking at you in that tuxedo up there. Were you mm -hmm. a big uh, GoldenEye N64 player? Big time. Had to be. But I was usually the guy who was like staring at the corner <laughs> like this and then just get blasted in the back Because <laughs> everybody else was like way better than me. And I'm corner. like, I'm like, I'm the guy that oh, keeps like running into the all wall right. at the same time. Well, More of a Mario Kart guy, but yeah. I understand mm. that. It's, the Bears spend many years just running into the corner. It's been a tough stretch of Bears yeah. football, but now it's exciting as hell. First of all, biggest news of the weekend, the trade. Were you surprised that came down on Friday night, the Bears traded number one pick to the Panthers? The timing of it is something that we've talked about on the show today, and I've talked about it at, at length, but I think the that. timing is extremely important. I think you look at the haul that they ended up getting, 
And we were talking about this in, in the commercial break, Kyle and I. You look at teams that were interested in maybe going up, yeah. and whether it's Indianapolis, whether it's mm -hmm. Houston, teams that were quarterback needy, those are ahead of Carolina in the draft. Would you get as much capital? But I also believe this is pretty much in line if you really read between the lines or listen to everything Ryan Poles is saying is that Justin Fields is their guy. And I think that's an important aspect to all of this is that they've shown him trust very early on. Late in the year, I talked to offensive coordinator Luke Getzey, mm. and he kind of told me, Justin's really starting to trust things with us. He's starting to trust what he sees a little bit. Now, these aren't the greatest of highlights right now, but he's starting to play better as the season goes on in terms of the way he's seeing all of this. Now they're showing trust, I think, in Justin Fields in return. And it might just be an ironic, you know, conversation we had because they were playing the Eagles leading into this game. Mm -hmm. But we talked about the, the blueprint that Philadelphia had with Jalen Hurts and surrounding a quarterback with as many talented players as possible to see how truly good that player can be. We've seen Justin Fields at times put this team on his back. But now let's see what happens with all of this capital and everything around him and how, and how they build all of this around Justin Fields. There, there's a there's a plan in place mm -hmm. that I talked with Getsy about, and they said, look at the growth that Jalen Hurts made. We look at the growth that Justin Fields made week one and week two to the end of the season. That gives them the optimism and I think allowed them to make this trade and be confident in moving forward with Justin Fields. There's a lot of chatter there was about could the Bears shock the yeah. world and take mm -hmm. a quarterback? And I think what I love what you said is that this eliminates that for the next six weeks and says, Justin, you're our guy, and we're going to get you a wide receiver, and we're going to get you mm -hmm. help. It's a really, really strong mm -hmm. statement. Bears, no longer on the clock. It's the Panthers. Coming up, though, we're trying to find a place for every quarterback. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is looking for a place. Is it possible that Baker Mayfield goes in Tom Brady's old job? We're going to talk about Baker and the Bucks. Sarah, put your helmet on. <laughs> It's backyard barbecue season, so light up the charcoal or fire up the propane and throw some burgers on the grill. Some people like cheeseburgers, others like hamburgers, and people will argue about pickles until the cows come home. But there's one thing that needs no debate, Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. You add Hellman's and boom, next level burgers, it's that easy. And then there's the side that every backyard burger cries out for, Potato salad. Do you want to know the best secret ingredient? You've probably already guessed it. Tellman's Real Mayonnaise. There are two kinds of potato salad. Deliciously irresistible, rich and creamy potato salad and potato salad made without Hellman's. It's up to you what you want to serve. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the Olympics. Exactly. He's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Toyota Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect way to get to the dog park. Oh, that's the vet's office. It's okay, Lulu. We can go to the park after this. Whew, that's a relief. You were so good in there. Let's get you a treat, too. Backseat besties. It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, yeah, the quarterbacks are coming. It's a very exciting time. It's almost a frenzy, you could even say. But that's the draft. We've talked free agent frenzy. That's draft. And we talked earlier about the Carolina Panthers. It's official. They are on the clock. They traded up to the top spot. And maybe, maybe not, they take Bryce Young with the first overall pick in Kansas City several weeks from now. But the Houston Texans are sitting there at that number two overall pick. James Palmer, you're sitting here at the table with us this morning. You know that beautiful Texans organization. Mm. Where do you think they go with this? And, um... What's the state of the nation right now? First things first, I didn't think they were going to trade up to number one from yeah. number two how come? for a few reasons. One, I well, you said, how come? We're on this. It's only Monday, buddy. It's only Monday. And so, listen, you don't go from two to one. It's a little tougher to sell that to the number one team when a team like is coming from nine. The further a team has to go, the more they have to give up, the more capital the number one team gets. Uh, that just plays a part of it. But also, if you know the way Nick Casario is wired in terms of running and putting this roster together, we know there's many holes. They have money, a lot of it, and they have draft picks. And they didn't want to lose some of those draft picks. So the thought always was that they were going to stay at that number two spot. Now, the other aspect of it is they have a new offensive coordinator and Bobby Slowick coming in that runs that Kyle Shanahan system, sure. had been there, obviously, in San Francisco, and has run through a lot of different quarterbacks as they've been putting this thing together. Obviously playing three of them and taking Brock Purdy to the NFC Championship game, which also plays a little bit into how this team's thinking is maybe different than some other teams thinking. D'Amico Ryan's obviously running the defense of that team, realizes it is 53 guys. The quarterback obviously is extremely important, but yeah. this roster needs to be put together in a better manner to where we could be maybe in a position to where if our quarterback goes down, we still can play very good football. Obviously, we know it's a quarterback-driven league. We know the Texans need a quarterback. Mm -hmm. But also, when I mentioned Slowick, they've talked about being able to manipulate this defense, manipulate this offense to whatever quarterback they land. Because mm. that's the other part of this. These quarterbacks, all four of them, play the position differently, mm -hmm. have different skill sets, have different traits that teams like about them, have different shortcomings that teams like about them. This offensive staff and this offense led by Bobby Slowick believe that they can find ways to manipulate their offense to best suit whoever they end up landing with. So that malleability, in a sense, with their with their offense, I think does play in their favor for taking whoever isn't taken. But here's the thing. What? You're not secured you're losing the guy you want at number two. Yeah. What if you like C.J. Stroud more than you liked Bryce Young and yeah. you didn't have to get up and they picked Bryce Young mm -hmm. or vice versa? If it's flipped, they are in a spot to where they could still get their guy and not give up the capital. Mm -hmm. And I think that's obviously the oh, best yeah. case scenario for Houston because they they have so many other needs on that team that they're still in a really good spot. They just weren't going to move up. Well, you got teams chomping at the bit. Let's do us ourselves a favor, guys. Look at the top four picks mm -hmm. in this draft. Mm -hmm. Here's the teams. All right, so the Panthers get there for number one. Yeah, they're going to go with the quarterback. Mm -hmm. JP just laid out the state of the Texans. And then you get to a very interesting, potentially spicy Cardinals pick. And then the Colts, who are always a factor and run a senior tour of quarterbacks every single year that I think they want to get off and maybe start anew. Jason McCourty. Point your eyes at this list. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about number three. 
Kyler's there, he's paid, he's hurt. In the news last week for needing to quote-unquote grow up from a teammate, what's the state of the nation there, you think? They're in an interesting spot, and John Gannon comes over there to become the head coach, and he gets interviewed the first day of press conference, and he talks about he doesn't take this job if Kyler Murray isn't the quarterback. Talks about his skill set of being able to handcuff defenses, the skill set under center, in the gun, just raved about Kyler Murray. So if you're the Arizona Cardinals, you're sitting there, and you have the three spot, and I think the perfect situation for them are the Indianapolis Colts are right below them in that four spot. So what James was kind of hitting on with the top quarterbacks, we don't know who is what guy who loves this guy or that mm -hmm. guy first two quarterbacks come off the board who's to say the Raiders sitting there at seven the first two guys that come off those aren't the guy that it's not the guy that they wanted yeah so now the guy they wanted is available do they jump up to that three spot instead of Arizona to be able to draft their guy because they're unsure whether the Colts want him at four so I think this is a great opportunity for the Cardinals where yes you do trade this pick if it happens that way and it's a team like the Raiders that's willing to get in front of the Colts and give you a a hall of picks to be able to do so. But if not, if I'm the Cardinals, I stay put and I draft the best available player in this draft at that number three spot, which could be a guy like Will Anderson, somebody that you think will come in and be the face of your franchise and impact everybody around them because they don't feel the need to go for a quarterback. You can get the best available player in the entire draft. Can you roll with Kyler, though. You're yeah, going to stick with him. You're married to him. You're going you're to roll with him. What, what's your other option? I mean, draft a quarterback. You draft a quarterback at Woo! three and and pay Kyler Murray all of this money because you're not trading him. He's injured right now. Yeah. He just has this contract. And maybe John Gannon was smoking mirrors, but the way he raved about Kyler Murray, I think they're going to roll with him. I mean, they just paid the guy. Don't give uh, him all that uh, money. Right. And now just a year later, you're saying, oh, not even a year. You're saying, oh, well, let's go ahead and move on. No, I think you stick with Kyler Murray and you try to build around him. Yeah, I have a question about I want to get to this to you because we're, we we're not going to have someone at the table who has this kind of insight into the Texans. I joked about this earlier. They should have the number one pick right mm -hmm. now. It was a ridiculous thing that happened in week 18 which they won a game against the Colts team and I was on I was on air and I said it was they, they messed it up and yeah. I think there are ways to lose games and it's not the players you do it organizationally you say oh, I want to see what we have from the backup or you know someone's got hamstring tightness there are ways and it's happened before what do you think about that as an organization how was that for them they handed the number one pick in the last play of the season away to get the number two that's why we're talking about them right now they could just be sitting pretty well I do know if they were sitting at number one we probably would not have seen a trade at number one mm. there would that wouldn't have happened right and the Bears wouldn't have gotten the haul that they had. They might have gotten some at two, at two yeah. for sure. Somebody coming up to two. But it did change the entire landscape of the draft. And it may change the future of the Houston Texans organization for the foreseeable future. Missing on a quarterback at the top of the draft, we have seen what it can do to your organization for a number of years. There, there's people around the league that you talk to that'll tell you, like, that set you back five years. I know. If you do miss you think people were throwing chairs guy. when Jordan Nickens cut that I, ball? I, I do think there was a lot of unhappy people in Houston. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. We've had a lot of hours of television between the time I first mentioned yeah. it and now. I was hoping we could get Cal McNair's face into this do highlight. It for us, James. Uh, do, it. do it for I'm us, not James. great at it. I don't have a mustache. He's in the booth. But he's no, he's on the sideline. He was already on the field. He's probably ready to storm the field. <laughs> we got the number, rush, one yeah, pick. number one. He's gonna come across. We're number one. You know, but no, he 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 was on the sideline right there, and they end up getting. The you know the number two pick. How would you? I'm not the sure face? what type of uh, this face was. Yeah, very, I like the original. Well, very kind of like. What, did that just happened. Yeah, what just happened, and I, and I don't know how large or, or what material they're going to build the Lovey statue outside of the new stadium in Arlington Heights uh, <laughs> in, in Chicago. But like, thank you, Lovey, for what you've done. But I do think there's a sense of pride with Lovey Smith that that was shown there, yeah. sure. and, and a head coach that was not going to go out that way in that manner. But it's going to be a play, or I guess two plays. 
place. We're going to keep breaking down. Now, if, like we said, they end up getting the guy they actually wanted, sure. and it's going to be difficult yeah. for us to find out if they didn't get the guy yeah, they actually the wanted. Yeah. It's going to be very similar yeah. to every head coach in the history of college football recruiting saying, I got every guy we wanted. <laughs> Nobody says, we didn't get any of the guys we wanted. Uh, no. We didn't get any of the guys, any of the recruits we wanted. They're not going to tell you they didn't get their guy. But I, I do think it totally changed, you know, the way that they have to approach this draft. In Houston's sure. defense, I mean, they just throw up a Hail Mary. It's not like this was some great play design. Rodney Thomas jumps in the air at 25 for the Colts. He just misses the ball. I mean, they went for two. <laughs> but after you, after you scored a touchdown, I guess they could have. Yeah, I mean, the Colts are in the same. The Colts are in the same division. I know. Oh, I like, know. I'm, I don't Ohio have State, to have number one. You have one. to beat the Colts. No, in week yeah, I'm not going. I'm I not know. Going. I don't want. I'm People the Colts. So I don't want this me. team to have number one. Yeah, they're in our division. Yeah. Jump up, miss the ball. Yeah, that's how by design. People got so mad at you for what? For saying that the Texans should have lost that game. I'm not saying the players should have dropped yeah. passes on purpose. Yes. The game should have been lost on Monday, you're saying, at the beginning of that week. Yeah. And that's how empires are built. But whatever, it's lost now. It's, 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 I just think it was an interesting look back because that play looms massive yeah. in this draft. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in this whole conversation also about the quarterbacks, is like we don't know who the number one. There's not like yeah. a clear yeah. cut. We know for sure. We were yeah. talking about Bryce Young earlier, and it was like Bryce Young or the field. I mean, I don't know. And I don't think that – I think there's different times where you're like, yep, this guy's the number one guy. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. look. This isn't the Trevor Lawrence trap. By the way, on yeah. any given week, this is going to change every week. Like next Big week time. it's going to be the C.J. Stroud week, and yeah. like he is by far for sure Last week was guy. Anthony Richardson yeah. week after. Uh, the combine. As soon as the pro day get Levis yeah. in there. Get, I mean, this is going to change. But also, that makes it interesting because you go back to Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah, it does take. It sort of deflates like the intrigue, and yeah. then like it's Trevor Lawrence, and like that's done. We got it. But like, mm -hmm. it, trust it me, I was in Jacksonville that whole week. It was a lot like selling. This like, who are just, they going to take? Yeah, just rocking it all week, baby. Yeah. What are they uh, going to do? Which means we have plenty more to talk about still here because um, we don't know what's going to happen. It is going to be a frenzy, as we like to say here at Good Morning Football. Much more talk still ahead. It's backyard barbecue season, so light up the charcoal or fire up the propane and throw some burgers on the grill. Some people like cheeseburgers, others like hamburgers, and people will argue about pickles until the cows come home. But there's one thing that needs no debate. Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. You add Hellman's and boom, next level burgers, it's that easy. And then there's the side that every backyard burger cries out for, Potato salad. Do you want to know the best secret ingredient? You've probably already guessed it. Tellman's Real Mayonnaise. There are two kinds of potato salad. Deliciously irresistible, rich and creamy potato salad and potato salad made without Hellman's. It's up to you what you want to serve. For great recipe ideas, visit Hellman's.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donna and her friends were excited to check out a new spot for game night in her Toyota Camry until they arrived and realized that this particular game night was bingo night. B14. So Donna and her friends regrouped in the Camry and plotted a winning move to a mini golf course for some tried and true fun. Competitive drives. It's a Camry vibe. The all-hybrid Toyota Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. The Buccaneers are reportedly going to be targeting Baker Mayfield once free agency begins. That's according to Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. So, guys, what are your thoughts on the fit mm-hmm. Baker to Tampa potentially, Jason? I would be excited about that. I think for Baker Mayfield, goes to the Rams uh, later in the season, and he gets a chance to go out there and compete, get in McVay's offense, and bring some pizzazz to them. We saw that Thursday night game against the Raiders where he goes on a two-minute drive, scores a touchdown. And for Baker Mayfield at this opportunity at this point in his career you just want an opportunity to go somewhere and compete to actually become the starter and I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will allow him to do so Kyle Trask is the quarterback kind of incumbent starter because he's the only one on the roster so a guy like Baker gets a chance to go there and compete to be the starter but he might end up back with the Rams possibly Mm. they want him too to be possibly be the starter because Maybe Stafford's traded as well as we just saw Ramsey on his way out of L.A. Ooh, that got a lot more saucy. When yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe hey, just maybe Stafford's traded too. You know? Let, Let them all, all go. go. Okay. Uh, listen, I, I like this because I, I what I like is competitive atmosphere during training camp. I don't go to Tampa anymore since Sarah's there, but remember mm-hmm. once upon a time sure. I lived there for a <laughs> yeah, extended period of time mm-hmm. during this COVID situation. And watching training camp practices when there's position battles yes. legitimately up for grabs, which doesn't always happen sometimes. You know this. Like yeah, sometimes it's like, Oh, we're going to have a, you know, best man win. We already know who's yeah, going to win this. But if it's a legitimate quarterback battle between Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield, and we all know the way Baker's wired, that's something I, I want to watch. Now, if this offense that they're setting up, it seems in the manner of which, you know, kind of what Sean Payton said about Russell Wilson, we're only going to put our quarterback up on the high dive for a handful of plays to go do things like that. That fits Baker, in mm-hmm. a sense, with some of these guys that are around there. I, I want to see them compete because I like watching Baker compete because of the way he's wired. Oh, I, listen, I'm thrilled about this. I, I talk about all the time i'm one of the last few true baker mayfield fans i love the guy i think yeah. i think it's a more exciting league when he's relevant i like the way he handles himself so i'm thrilled about this for him the chance to start a game for his fourth team and i'll say this if they enter camp with any level of competition between baker mayfield and kyle trask baker mayfield is winning it i think he's more talented i also just think like he'll win camp he has the vibe. He has the it. He's still the number one overall pick. People know who he is. He's the Heisman. I'm sure Kyle Trask is a nice guy and a talented dude. He'll win it. And then you're like, all right, so Baker Mayfield starts week one for the Bucks. A Bucks team that still has the dogs there. They still have the receivers. They still have a lot of their good players. And they're going against whatever the Falcons are, the Panthers with the number one overall pick with not a lot of help, and then probably a pretty good Saints team. I'm already having Baker Mayfield in the playoffs next year for the Bucks. Woo! That's how premature I am. 
that's how premature oh. I am because it's March and who the hell cares? I love Baker. I hope he lands there. I think it's a good spot for him. Uh, it would be amazing for me just from a soundbite perspective because, you know, Baker is incredibly interesting. Yeah. He'll tell, mm -hmm. tell it's fun. like Feeling it dangerous. Uh, if you're Kyle Trask and you've had, you get drafted second round coming out of Florida, you get to stay in the vicinity. There are mm -hmm. a lot of Florida Gator fans there. And then Tom Brady comes. And now if Baker Mayfield, you have to be like, oh, where's my shot? I mean, this is where he's going to have to compete. And they've said all along, you have to compete. I think it could be a really interesting situation for the Bucks because being down there, you guys would not believe how many Kyle Trask questions there are every week. Really? Mm. I think it's just because he played at Florida. Like, what's Kyle? Mm. Uh, like, it was just yeah. so, like, there's so many questions. Not like, were you going to unseat Brady? But it, like, you get inundated with this Kyle mm. Trask sort of intrigue every preseason. But now, if you bring Baker down there, the Bucks are in this weird predicament of like, you used a second rounder on this guy. I'm with you. I don't think he can unseat Baker. Or if I'm Baker, there's no way I think this mm. guy can unseat me in the sense of like, let's look at their resumes. Kyle Trask has, to his credit, nine NFL yeah. attempts. He's got three NFL completions. He's played in one NFL game mm. at the end. So, I mean, he, he was doesn't. Behind Blaine Gabbard as well. He was he behind able Blaine to Gabbard. For the number two spot. Yeah. Right. You know what's really funny about the box? And, and James, you touched on it like backup, you know, like quarterback battles are really intriguing in training camp. And in Tampa, we have never had, well, not never, in the last couple of years, yeah. we haven't had anything intriguing. The, sure. the mm -hmm. only battle when they won that Super Bowl and they brought everyone back, the only battle that they had in training camp was for backup quarterback. Sure. Between hey. Blaine Gabbard and hey. Kyle Trask. I'm like, that's what we're talking about, a backup quarterback battle. But uh, it could get real here. The Packers are waiting. The Jets are waiting. The NFL is waiting. Most importantly, we are waiting for the Aaron Rodgers news. And I'm sure that tops his list of why he wants to get that out there. Um, we hope that we'll hear sometime soon about what's going on because uh, it alters the face of a couple of franchises. Sure does. For sure. And then you look at some other franchises that have a lot of decisions to make, and that's really pretty much everyone. James, we'll start with you. The Eagles have a lot of guys that potentially should be making some some big money here. What are they looking at? Well, I, I think there's one domino that fell early that I think is a little bit telling to maybe how things could fall for the Eagles, and that's Brandon Graham and him signing that one-year $6 million deal to look at their edge-rushing position. We were looking up and down the defensive line, something the Eagles and Howie Rosen do every single draft, every single free agency, try to load up in the trenches. Well, now you have Josh Sweat and you have uh, Sasan Reddick and Derek Barnett coming off the ACL and Brandon Graham now. Maybe you focus on the interior part of your defensive line with two of those names on there in, in, in Hargrave and in Fletcher Cox. Maybe Javon Hargrave is too much money. You can maybe, everybody thought Fletcher Cox was out the door. He could possibly come back. I know they're working to try to get C.J. Gardner-Johnson back. Remember, they trade for him. You would think that would be a guy mm -hmm. that they'd like to have come back. I know that's one they're working. A lot of those guys are going to be out the door. They know that. They're expecting that. Mm -hmm. But I think there's going to be maybe one or two coming back that might surprise you. Hmm. Give us the name of someone we should be talking about, but we're not talking about, because I know you're hot on somebody. I like it. Draymond Jones. Mm. Not because he's a Buckeye, but yes, it's because he's a Buckeye. Uh, no, Draymond Jones is probably one of the guys that everybody around the country should be knowing about. One of the better young defensive tackles mm -hmm. in football. I've talked to plenty of teams over the last uh, couple of days that are like, I'm in. We're in on Draymond Jones. We hope the price doesn't get too high. Mm. That's a guy that you may not even know about. He might be in the range of like $18 million. Mm -hmm. I think Denver knows he's gotten expensive. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to be a guy that kind of seems like Cleveland possibly. Some mm -hmm. other teams looking for interior help. Somebody next to Miles Garrett would be a, a nice addition for them up front. He's going to get paid. He's yeah. going to get paid. You're over here pacing. What do you got? Well, somebody like Aaron Rodgers could yeah. really rightfully announce I am leaving the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to the New York Jets. I think I've actually gone all the way the other way. I want him to delay it now. Just screw it. <laughs> yeah, just, just lean into this thing. We've gone full circle this yeah. morning. Well, well, if you're not doing it yet, just mm -hmm. like see it through. Go to mile marker 26. Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, Friday. I don't even care, Jason. I'm into it now. I think this is the, uh, what is it? The, the, the um, like Stockholm Syndrome. Like I yeah. fall in love with my captive. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love this. I don't want it to end.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places.